Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Wednesday, January 4th, 2023, and the Memphis Grizzlies start off a quick two-game road trip tonight in Charlotte to take on the Charlotte Hornets. We'll recap the game from Sunday night against the Kings real quick, which the Grizzlies won 118-108, then get right into this game tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. As always, I'm using DraftKings for all these odds, and I take no financial responsibility for any of the bets that are made due to this podcast. So with all that being said, we'll get right into that game against the Kings on Sunday. Like I said, Grizzlies won the game 118-108. They covered that minus four spread. The under two, 38.5 did hit as well, so I was 1-1 on the spread and the over-under. I had the Grizzlies minus four, but I did have the over two, 38.5 in that game, so... Moving on to some of the player props in that game, we had DeMontis Sabonis over 19.5 as our player of the game. Unfortunately, that did not hit. He missed it by one basket, finishing with 18 points. John Morant, we had over 8.5 assists as well. He finished with five assists, one of his worst games, passing the ball in the last, you know, probably 10 games. So, unfortunate there for the John Morant assist number, and then also unfortunate for the DeMontis Sabonis points since he was just one basket away. We did cash on Dylan Brooks under 19.5 points. He finished with 15 points, but not for a lack of trying. Had 19 shots in the night, just didn't get enough to go down. So went under 19.5 for Dylan Brooks. That hit. And we also hit Kevin Herter over 2.5 threes. He went 3 from 7 for 3 for 14 points. So player props did decent, and then we finished off the night in, in a positive way. Four and three on the night, which was on the first quarter spread, or sorry, first quarter money line for the Grizzlies, which the Grizzlies won by one point, 27-26, cashing the first quarter money line, which I believe was minus 135. So overall, four and three for the first game of the year isn't bad. I'll take it. Anytime we can be positive on a game in the NBA and just a crazy way that the league has been going this year, we take that. So looking at tonight now, we have the Grizzlies. As I said, starting a quick two-game road trip tonight in Charlotte and then tomorrow in Orlando, which, as I said before, I'll actually be at that game. So looking forward to that. But for tonight, the line is currently listed at minus 7.5 in favor of the Grizzlies in Charlotte, and the over-under is at 236.5. So main thing here, we saw these two teams play about two months ago, but a lot different in terms of what players we'll actually see in the lineup tonight because for the Grizzlies, we do have uh, Desmond Bain back after being out last game with the – Injury management for his toe injury that he's coming back from. We will not see Brandon Clark tonight. Does not look like we'll see Zaire Williams or Santi Aldama as well. And then obviously Danny Green as normal 
will not be playing. For the Hornets, you have Gordon Hayward and Cody Martin are currently listed as day-to-day, and then Kelly Oubre is out with a hand injury, which he's one of their most dynamic and important scorers. So I think that does have an impact on this spread, which is actually only at 7.5, which does surprise me, and that's kind of my first point here, considering the last time these two teams played. I know, granted, um, LaMelo Ball did not play in that game, but the last spread was 11, I believe, and now we're looking at 7.5, considering... You know, the Grizzlies were an 11-point favorite in that game. They won the game 130-99 in Memphis. I just expect – I expected this total to be, you know, a double-digit spread with or without LaMelo Ball. I don't think it makes that much of a difference. And we'll talk about LaMelo in a second. But recently for the Hornets, they've not been great. They're 1-4 in their last five games, losing two of their their last two games straight at home. It was against the Brooklyn Nets, who are probably the hottest team in the NBA, and then the Lakers, who have been a lot better recently. So I just – I'm surprised the line is what it is, which kind of scares me. But at the same time, I'm going to have to ride the hot hand here. Go with the Grizzlies minus 7.5. The Grizzlies are now 11th in the NBA against the spread at 18-17-1, while the Hornets are 24th in the league at 16-19-3. And And them being at home has nothing, no weight to me because they are the second-worst team at home against the spread so far this season at 6-12. So I expect the Grizzlies to continue this hot hot, uh, run of form since the – Raptors game, they're now 3-0 and 3-0 in the covers since the Raptors game in Toronto, so I expect the Grizzlies to do the same tonight, especially with the relatively healthy lineup, especially, you know, at least a healthy starting lineup, and then I think the bench is deep enough that though some of those guys are out, they should be fine tonight against the Hornets. So as far as the over-under goes, the line is currently 10 points higher than it was last time they played, so like I said, 236.5. It was 226.5 last time they played, and I don't know why it was so low before. Now it seems a bit high. The Hornets have one of the worst defenses in the NBA. They are 28th in points against in the league, getting over 118.1 points scored against them per night. The Grizzlies do have a top 10 defense in opposition points per game at 111.1. And the Grizzlies are a relatively good team scoring the basketball, top 10 in points scored on their end. So the Vegas hasn't really been able to figure out the Hornets in over-unders because though the Hornets have a really bad defense, it seems like the Vegas is almost over predicting what the over-under will be in these games because the under is actually 5-0 and in the last five games for the Hornets. So with all that being said, I think, I think 236 is a more attainable number than it has been in the past. I've seen like 240s, 238, 239 in the recent Hornets games against, you know, the Nets and the Lakers and whatnot. But I think tonight, 236.5 is attainable. As I said before, it did hit in the first game. And that was a game where Grizzlies scored 130 points, but the Hornets only scored 99 points. So I think those extra six points should be able to be made up by LaMelo Ball. And then John Morant only had 12 points in that game that these two teams played earlier in the season. So I expect a big game from John Morant, a big game from LaMelo Ball, just in terms of all-around stats. But we'll talk about LaMelo's over-under points in a second. But... I think Memphis can get at least 125 on their own in this game, maybe even get back to 130, and Charlotte should be able to score a bit more and hit that over. So I like the over and Grizzlies minus 7.5 here. I know they're kind of square picks, but that's what we're going to go with. Sometimes that's the easiest way to go. Looking at player props now, we have LaMelo Ball under 25.5 points. I was shocked to see this so high. I think LaMelo is a fun player. I don't think he's someone who can really take a franchise to the next level, but he does fill up the stat sheet. He can be fun. He has, you know, I've bet on him a lot just because he is a fun player to watch. But 25 and a half points for someone who I don't trust to actually score the ball consistently. 
Granted, I know that Kelly Oubre is out, and Oubre is a big factor in their offense, and you know he takes a ton of shots. But I expect Lamella Ball over twenty or under twenty five and a half to hit. Um, again, last year in the two games he played against Memphis, he only averaged eighteen and a half points, and he's only hit over twenty five and a half in two of his last five games. So with or without Oubre, I think that the Grizzlies can do enough to kind of neutralize Lamella to an extent. I think it'll be a sweat. He'll probably finish around 23, 24. But asking for 26 points from LaMelo Ball, I think, is a tough ask. And I'm going to go under 25 and a half there for LaMelo. So continuing on the trend of LaMelo Ball scoring, this is one that only DraftKings has because I've looked on FanDuel or some of the other the books before and they don't have these. It's actually, if you go to the game page, you scroll down a little bit, it's H2H player props. So essentially you'll have, you know, John Morant against LaMelo Ball. John Morant is currently minus two and a half in the spread for points scored in this game. And essentially, it's just like you would if you played it, you know, teams to play each other in the spread. So take John Morant's point total minus two and a half. If it's more than LaMelo, you win. If it's less, LaMelo wins. So with that being said, I'm going to go John Morant minus two and a half points head to head with LaMelo Ball. I think John Morant obviously is a better scorer than LaMelo. Granted, I think LaMelo obviously can shoot the ball a bit better. But John Morant's averaging 27.2 points per game this season. I think the his low total point in this game like I think is the reason it's so close he only had 12 points in the last time they played and obviously as I said before Kelly Oubre not being in the lineup is making LaMelo's point total go up so I think you can get this at a good spot where normally probably be four four and a half points between these two and Ja did average 29 points per game last season against the Hornets so I expect Ja Morant to probably even get up to 30 tonight and if you look at his over under and points in the game it's not one of my official picks for the podcast but his over under is at 28 and a half so you're getting a three point difference in the totals between these two players and then two and a half on the head to head so right about where it should be but I think John Morant gets over over 30 tonight and LaMelo gets under 25 so I think you'll be safe with that minus two and a half and it's at minus 110 so you're getting normal juice on it like you would as a, you know a spread pick so I like that a lot um, looking at the next play and it's a it's a small card tonight honestly just because there wasn't a lot out there that I really liked, and I didn't want to try to force things. Rather, get stuff that I, um, I'm confident in. And with that, I forgot to mention that my play of the game is actually very simple. It's Grizzlies minus 7.5. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going Grizzlies minus 7.5 as a play of my game. Uh, as the play of the game, I forgot to mention that. So take that into account. Next, I have Grizzlies over 121.5 for the team total. As I mentioned, they scored 130 the last, two t- the last time these two teams played. And I'm taking the over in this game, so I think it's simple to take the over 121.5, especially against the Hornets defense that is as bad as it is and is averaging, you know, 118.1 points per game against them throughout the season. Grizzlies have an above, above average offense, and I expect them to crush that 121.5 total. The last play for the night, again, not a big card, is Terra Rogier over 2.5 threes at plus 130. I think this is a great value play considering you're getting plus money for someone who uh, takes over seven threes a game. No Kelly Oubre, that three-point number could probably get up to like ten threes for Rozier tonight. And he averaged three-and-a-half three-pointers in the two games he played against the Grizzlies last season made, and he took about ten in those two games. So I expect Terry Rozier to have a big night shooting the ball just because there's no other offense really for the Hornets to go out um, after without Kelly Oubre in the lineup. So for plus money, Terry Rozier over two-and-a-half I think is a great value play to end the day. So thank you guys as always for listening. Make sure to follow my Twitter at GrizzBearBets. 
Make sure to follow my personal Twitter at ChaseBob9, and then also make sure to follow the Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter at SBN Grizzlies, and I'll be back tomorrow morning for the game against the Orlando Magic, and I'll see you guys then. So have a good night, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you.